0: and one man just him wearing gucci so gucci got to know me i
1: what's going on everybody welcome back to the fluid football podcast i'm your co-host jacob back again with avi and today we have another guest we are happy to have andrew mack who is a student at drexel on the show with us today andrew how are you
0: doing pretty good how about you Pretty good.
1: Glad you could join us today. Um, before we get started, I want to make it known that you are an American West Ham fan, which is pretty uncommon to see. And I'm wondering if you could tell us why and, and how you became a West Ham fan.
0: Well, so if I'm, um, you know, being honest, it's not a very, it's not what it was like, oh, I went to London or something. I saw West Ham and I was just was in love with them, but it was more of a, uh, I, I'm a big FIFA player and, uh, I think it was the year before Payet was transferred. He had, a, he had a team of the season. And I uh, I saw he was going to West Ham. And I was like, oh, like, that's sick. Because like, yeah. I, I really liked him in the French League. And then so he was going there. And then, like, from that on, I just loved him. I mean, because, of course, the season Payet had. had kind of yeah, made me yeah. a fan that year.
1: The rest is history. You got some pretty cool kits, if, if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, this one, I'm wearing the uh, blue alternative kit. But it's a Arnautovic kit. And I got it, I think, a month before he left. So. Oh, Arnautovic. Everyone keeps leaving. (laughs) Everyone keeps leaving. Why would anyone
1: stay? Yeah, maybe not. But uh, no, that's awesome. Awesome. Love to hear it. Uh, Today, you know, we'll be drafting teams. Everybody loves a good draft. Uh, You know, we'll be taking turns drafting players to make up a starting 11 in the formation of our choosing. But the, the caveat here is that you can only draft players from clubs in London. And so the five big clubs that we'll be choosing from, the clubs in London, are Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, West Ham, and Crystal Palace. And so one of the rules that we've also implemented is that you must pick at least two players from each of the clubs, which, yes, means we are all picking at least two players from Crystal Palace. Um, We'll be doing a snake draft, so whoever picks first in the first round picks last in the second round, and, you know, it goes around like a snake. You know, it's the name of the game. Uh, We'll read off our teams at the end, let you guys, you know, decide who you think has a good team, who doesn't, what picks were good, what wasn't. We'll post it t- to Twitter. You know, we'd love to hear your thoughts, but without further ado, we'll dive right in. Avi has been blessed with the first pick of the draft. So Avi out of all these clubs in London, you're starting a team. Who are you taking first?
2: Yeah. So I thought about this uh, about this for a while, but um, you know, it came down to what's the most valuable position. And I think that's um, a striker, um, you know, the, only, the most thing that you can quantify in soccer is scoring goals. So, um, you know, with that, the most prolific scorer out of all the London clubs, um, you know, it's probably been Aubameyang. So I'm going to select uh, Pierre-Emerick uh, Aubameyang with the first pick of uh, this draft. I was torn between, you know, him and Abraham and even Harry Kane. I mean, Harry Kane obviously has a pedigree in the past, but I really like what Abraham has been doing this season. But Aubameyang's just been so consistent. He's just like a rock. And, uh, you know, he's going to score goals wherever he goes.
1: Yeah, I mean I am an Arsenal fan, so I, I I'm upset that you took him, but he's gotta be the first pick. Andrew, do you do you, do you agree with that? I mean, well,
0: so uh, I think well so I think Aubameyang could do more than any of the strikers on there. But if you're still like a pure forward, I think I would take Harry Kane as a top striker off the board there, but interesting. So I think I mean, more versatile. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah. So I mean you're second, so are are you gonna take Kane or are yeah. you gonna are you going Harry, thinking yeah. something else?
0: Harry Kane, yeah. I just it think you know, he's a solid striker who like if if you take out his health issues the past however long it's been like a year or two years, he I mean he's consistently gonna be at the top of the league in goals. I don't know, he's just someone you can always trust to get a goal when you need it the most.
1: Yeah, that's fair. All right. I uh I have two picks now, actually, I just realized. So the two players I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna start with N'Golo Kante, I'm going to start with that midfield, solidify the midfield. N'Golo Kante uh, in the center, and I'm going to take Hyung-Min Son, Harry Kane's counterpart. I think Son, you know, since I don't know the formation of my team yet, I think Son can be deployed as a striker or on the wing. And so I kind of like that versatility, but I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm happy with that. Kante and, uh, Kante and Son, I'm, I'm pleased. Uh,
2: I like that a lot. I think you, you probably... Got the most value right there. I mean, I appreciate are, it. They're two great, uh, two great selections. And so, since we only have three people here, uh, you know, drafting third is not that bad.
0: Not that bad, Andrew. Who who's next for you? So I'm thinking I want to, you know, just have a solid midfielder in there. And you know, when I'm thinking of someone who's gonna hold midfield together, you know, I'm looking at the CDM, and of course, then Conte would be the top off the board. But I mean, this might be a little bias here, but I think out of all those players that are on the London clubs, Declan Rice gotta be near the top. So I'm going to take Declan Rice. Oh, come on. Out. And I know, yeah. I, I know he's, you know, there's a lot of controversy if he deserves to be on like the, you know, English 11, you know, front 11. But I just, I don't know. I just think he's solid. He doesn't make, well, he does make mistakes, but I mean, he's a young player. But, you know, he's strong in the midfield. Good, good, make good making tackles. Decent passer. He knows and, what he's good at. That's he, fair. Very
2: Very effective at, you know, winning the ball back, you know maybe a little more limited in, in his ball playing capacity, but he knows what he's good at.
1: That's very fair.
2: So uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, so I get, I get two picks, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, interesting. Hmm, I think I'm going to go with. Uh... All right. I'm going to go with uh, Jorginho and then I'm going to go with. Ooh, I think I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with Felipe um, Anderson.
1: Wow. Okay. I just want to get my an, West
2: Ham requirement.
1: <laughs> that's an interesting one. I like it though. Felipe Anderson. Andrew, what are your thoughts on Felipe Anderson? He's, he
0: wasn't as good this season, was he? No, he was, I mean, he's he was not great this year, but I mean, his first year, he was just terrific. Like he was every day, every Saturday or Sunday, I was tuning in just to watch him. You know, he, he would. I think he had, like, one game where he bagged two goals against – it was, like, Southampton, but it was just, like, the best game I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, definitely, nice. you know, a highlight real player. He's a class player.
2: Yeah, I, I think I might have overdrafted him there, but it's okay. We'll. Uh, we'll... <laughs>
0: I, I like it. Kind <laughs> of a little reactionary. But... All
1: right, Andrew, let's see.
0: Well, I think that when you have to take – a player from a club just as poor as Crystal Palace. You're going to want their best player, and I think without a doubt that's going to be Zaha. So I'm going to take Zaha.
1: You read my mind there. You read my mind, Avi. We were talking earlier about Zaha. What what are your thoughts on Zaha?
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, he has this, you know giant price tag. You know, he was valued at at one point at you know 80 million. But I mean, if you look at his stats, I mean, it's quite unimpressive. I mean, let me just pull up the stats. I think it's something like you know four goals in the in the past season. Um, so, also with the coronavirus, you know, his, his um, you know, price is definitely going to go down. And I think Crystal Palace is going to really regret not selling him last summer because now they're going to get, you know, uh, a fraction of what they, you know, really should have gotten for a player of his quality. Um, yeah, let me just see here. Yeah, yeah. He's,
1: real quick. Zaha, yeah. it's, it's what I love about him, and, and obviously it's very easy to point out, his dribbling ability. I strongly believe he is a top three one-on-one attacker in the Premier League. But, like you said, his final product isn't there. Uh, which is, which is the concern, the red yeah. flag.
2: He only had, he had three, he has three goals and five assists and 29 appearances in 2019, 20. Um, you know, obviously a little bit of a drop off and, uh, you know, I think he probably will not move to, you know, as big of a clubs as he wants to in the future. And Crystal Poster's are going to end up getting a, a fraction of what he was once worth. Um, but I, I think he's still a very dangerous player, a very exciting player, um, and, you know, he's one that will get the crowd off its feet for sure. For yeah, sure.
0: he's like a player similar to Felipe Anderson in that, right? Where it's like you've seen what they're capable of and, like, maybe they've dropped off, but you always know that, you know, they're able to, like, maybe single-handedly put you over the top in a game.
1: That's very true. Now, you read my mind with Zaha. I'm going to go for the, the next Crystal Palace player who should come off the board, and that's Patrick Van Anholt. Uh, so... I mean, in a normal draft, that's really, really overvaluing him. But with the restrictions that we've put on, I am pleased to take him there. Uh, you guys are going to, well, I guess I guess Avi, you're going to have some trouble with Crystal Palace here. Yeah, it's kind um, of
2: interesting how you set this up because it really makes you overvalue, uh, you know, players on these, you know, Crystal Palace or West Ham. who we don't have right, any um, best players. Right.
1: And <laughs> then uh, I'm going to go with the best goalkeeper in the draft, Bernd Leno at number 10. Oh, my God.
2: God oh,
1: damn it. <laughs> Burned, Leno right. locked in between the sticks.
2: All right, so um, I'm next. Uh, let's see. Wait,
0: I'm have... Oh, it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My go. God. Sorry. All right. Well, you know, that Patrick Bannerhole picks got me thinking, you know, just that, you know, like a player who can do a lot from left, they mm-hmm. also be a great defender. And I think there's, like, no better – in my opinion, like left back who can do it all than Marcus Alonso in the prem. So I'm going to take Marcus Alonso, you know, he uh, can, like for me, I don't know, just his ability to like whip him in, you know, from set pieces. I don't know. He does it all. And he may be on Chelsea and that's just, you know, for me, that's a very boring team, but I think he's like some spice on that team. That's, that's a controversial one. I don't know. Interesting.
2: He doesn't even start for his own team. So I'm not sure. I love that pick, but uh,
1: Hey, but Hey, look, set, set piece merchant here.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's going to score a lot of goals from that left-back position, but he's probably going to be responsible for quite a few as well. So it depends what kind of team you want. So if you're looking for an attacking fullback, I think Alonzo is a a solid choice there. So I guess now I'm next, correct? Now you're next. (laughs) All right. Um, You know, I think I'm going to go with – Oof. You know this 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 format's gonna is gonna force me to choose a Crystal Palace player, so I'm gonna go with uh Vincent uh, Guai. Gou- I don't know how to say his last name. Gou-
1: oh Gou- I man. the
0: keeper. Oh, yes. I, I actually, I, I think, think Guaita. Yeah,
2: I think he's better than Kepa and and Hugo Lloris. Um, you know, I think he's more consistent than both of those two. Um, so you know, I also I just want to get a, a Crystal Palace player on there. So
1: interesting, very interesting. You've back to back picks, but yeah, I, I mean. So, so either Keppa Fabianski or Larice will not be drafted officially.
2: Wow, wow! Who would have
1: thought? Who would have thought? Interesting. You got, no idea, you got All right. Guys, <laughs> All right Ami, so I got next? my
2: uh, holding midfielder. I'm gonna go for my uh, box to box now. Um, you know, <laughs> this is interesting. I'm gonna, you know, I still believe in in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Dombele, So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him. You know, mm-hmm. Even if even if Mourinho hates him, I you know I still I still think I still believe in him. So I'll we'll take in Dombalay with my uh, what is this my fifth selection?
1: Wow. Well, maybe you can. Uh, you'll see him training at the park. Maybe he'll be better.
2: Training yeah. at your local <laughs> him park. Him and uh, yeah, Serge Aurier was just caught too because he he's broken quarantine three times. But really, yeah, he got a haircut. So apparently, wow. Aurier cannot. Uh, not stay in his house.
1: And Dombele off the board. That's an interesting one. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to get roasted after this draft, but it's okay.
1: All right, Andrew.
0: All right. Okay. Um. I, I just realized I haven't taken anyone from Arsenal, so figure I'd get one of those out of the way, huh? Yeah. Um, okay, okay. I think I'm going to take another CDM, and I'm going to take Lucas Torreira. I just I love his work mm-hmm. rate right? and what he's able to do in the middle of the field. And I know it's two CDMs, but I think that him and Declan Rice, their play styles aren't uh, you know like for like, so they can do they can play well off each other. Okay,
1: yeah, I mean Torreira, is a controversial player right now just because of transfer rumors, but Torreira I mean, he's a class player. I, I I think it's a great pick, and I I mean I don't know I I, I agree with you. It be his first season at Arsenal, he was. Being compared to Conte in many ways, of course he's he's not at that level. But I, I think I mentioned on a, a previous episode that just the way he buzzes around the midfield. It's a solid solid pick there. Uh, and your first Arsenal player off the board, so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I got
2: gonna... I got a oh, oh, you you uh, got oh, his
1: first, his first. Yeah, no, Aubameyang has to go. But uh, yeah, let's see. Next up, I'm in an interesting spot now. Um... I am going to go with Nicholas Pepe on the right wing. Interesting. Who I believe will be a, an absolute top winger next season. Uh, you know, with that, the final product will come. So Nicholas Pepe is my first pick. I don't know if where you guys stand on him, but I think he's class.
2: I think he's got you know lowest potential, but um, you know the Arsenal played for him was obviously ridiculous so it's going to be hard for him to ever live up to that fee um, but you know hopefully arteta is able to bring something out of him that uh, he was yeah. not that that, we'll that see. Emery was not able to get out of him
1: time will tell and then uh, you know i back to back my next pick is manuel lanzini,
2: lanzini? Who,
1: okay. so so lanzini's a a player who struggled i'm sure andrew could talk a bit more andrew oh. wait has he had injury issues
0: so leading up to the last world cup, he like ruptured his ACL right before, okay. and then he was out for like basically the whole season. And mm-hmm. then he's really never been the same since then. Cause like before mm-hmm. he was like, I mean, he would, they called him the gem. Like he was like, everyone loved him. Now he's kind of like soured off. Cause mm-hmm. you know, he's not really. Yeah. Before.
1: Again, I mean, it seems to be a theme now. I have last time, Felipe Anderson, <laughs> um, uh, Lanzini, players who have elite potential. Um, you know, you listen to these interviews with West Ham players. Um, they, they do the interviews where they ask all the players, who's the, the most skillful player at the club, the best overall player at the club. And a lot of people say Lanzini. They say he's just a magician in the midfield. Um, and I mean, hopefully we get to see that moving forward. But in this hypothetical draft, he'll be doing that for my team. No questions asked. All right.
2: Yeah, he's a player who's, you know, always mentioned as, you know, class, but we don't necessarily always see that translate to the pitch. But mm-hmm. uh, solid pick, I think.
0: Thank you. All right, Andrew, let's see it. All right, so this next player, uh, I'm taking a right winger. And, you know, this is, you know, surely based off this is big game potential, and this is Lucas Moura and what he did in that uh, Champions League run. Was that two years ago against to get to the final of Liverpool? Is that just a yeah, year ago? That was the last yeah. year. yeah. That was, yeah, I mean, it was just what he was able to do was just, you know, terrific football and, you know, very clutch. So I, I want that type of player on my squad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucas Moura. And, and he's another very uh, you know, flexible player, versatile player. He could play in the center if you want uh, or on the wing. So, I mean, it sounds like you're playing him on the wing, uh, but I like it. Quick, wait, real quick, actually. Quick fun facts about Moura. Lucas Moura had a quote where he essentially was asked about his balding hair, and he blamed it on moving to Europe. And I don't know what the deal with that was, but, you know, obviously he's a Brazilian attacker moved to Europe. He was at PSG for a bit. He was, he was solid at PSG, but, but ready to, to meet a new challenge. And he blamed his, his spell at PSG and in Europe uh, for his hair loss, which is kind of funny to me.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that one, Chief, but <laughs> <laughs> let me get some uh, real yeah. gain.
1: Yeah, have <laughs> you're up.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to just, you know, complete my midfield. I, you know, do, do I get two picks here or just one?
1: You get back to back. Okay, bet. all right.
2: Um, so I'm gonna take um, Danny Ceballos to complete my midfield trio, um, and then, you know, I know you know Pulisic's a left winger, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna make him you know play on the right wing. He can play on the right wing, you know. I'm gonna stay you know whipping those balls for um, a Diaby. So I'm gonna take Pulisic uh, as my next pick. So Ceballos and Pulisic off the board wow. for me.
1: Wow, so you just, you just snuck, snuck away with that Ceballos one, given that he's gone back to, to Madrid. So you just got him. But uh, I mean, that's, that's a fair pick. He's, he's one that I've been a bit frustrated with at Arsenal. He had uh, a great game in his, like his second match against Burnley. He had two assists and everyone was so against excited. Burnley. Every, yeah, everyone was so excited. And he, I don't know if he's registered a goal or an assist since then. Although he, he has seemed to, to play well in the midfield. When he has played, he's faced some injury problems. But yeah, Sabios is a fine player. And then, you know, Pulisic is an interesting one. It's just been, a, a lot of stuff is exaggerated by the media because, you know, Americans love Pulisic and, and want him to succeed. But how would you rate his time at Chelsea so far? Either one of you.
2: Um, you yeah, know, I'm going to give it a letter grade. You know, I'll say, I'll say a B. um. You know, he showed his promise. He showed, you know, what he can do with that goal scoring run early in the season. Obviously, he's been um, injured recently, but, you know, he, he hasn't been quite as consistent as you maybe like. But at the same time, you know, it's his first season in, in England. So, um, you know, nothing too unexpected. But, you know, three goals against Burnley, he really showed, you know, he can be a, um, you know, potentially world-class winger. And, you know, he had a great game against Ajax, too, in the, in the Champions League. So, um, you know, great things to come for, from Polišic, I believe.
0: And your thoughts on Polisic? Well, so, if I do recall properly, like, at the beginning of the season, he wasn't getting much run out there. I mm-hmm. think like, well, uh, he, like, had to prove himself or whatever. And then, like, it was, you know, I was, like, disappointed because when, when you tune in, you just want to see an American. Like, <laughs> yeah, watch. honestly. Like, that's, like, that's why, like, when's the last time Donovan was in there? That feels like yeah. a great Yeah, Didn't
2: he? He started against Man United in the first game. And I was just, you know, watching his every move. And you could tell he struggled a little bit, but... You know, it it seemed like he settled in, um, and then unfortunately he got injured there.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, he he's he's the most promising American in uh, player in the world. But uh, Gio but Reyna, Gio Reyna is, is he, yeah. I mean, he begs a different, but but I mean, at this point in their careers, Pulisic has actually achieved a lot with with Dortmund, and 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 he's shown flashes of potential at Chelsea. Reyna, of course, I'm excited about Reyna, but he's still so early in his Dortmund career, not forgetting the fact that he's so early in his professional career in general. Right. I, I would say Pulisic has, you know, is the best American in the world. And, well, he's the best one, yeah. Um, but but uh, I'm nervous about next season because of all these attacking options that Chelsea have. I mean, you're getting rid of William and Pedro, but you still have Callum hudson doy. Well, who knows what's going on with him? He's having his own issues. If you haven't read about, you know, there have been allegations uh, that have come out against him. But uh, Hudson Adore, you have Zeek coming in, you have Mason Mount who can play out wide. Um, Polissyk needs to still needs to compete for his spot. Still needs to compete.
2: Yeah, so, I mean that's that's the reality of of moving to a you know a super club. I mean, he was at Dortmund. He you know he lost his place to Sancho even. So I mean, he knows how that goes. Um, but you know, hope you know that the competition should you know theoretically bring out the best in in him, and you know he's shown that he he can perform. You know, right there with, with the best of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and so that's what I was going to say. Like, when he was left Dortmund to go to Chelsea, like, I was almost disappointed that he went to Chelsea because, like, you saw, like, well, where is he really going to fit in in this team? And, like, there wasn't much space for him, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think that's uh, some solid ballistic conversation. Is uh, Wait, Andrew, you're up now. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Um, right, so I'm looking to – I think I'm going to complete my midfield here and I'm just trying to – who would be, you know, the best to complement my two defensive-minded midfielders? And I'm thinking – You're going
1: to say Mark Noble? <laughs>
0: Mark <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, No, actually, Jack. No. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking – so this might be a bit of a controversial pick, but I think on any given day, Mesut Ozil could be the best player on a pitch. And I guess I'm saying that about a lot of people on my team, but I just think what he possesses, like the raw talent he possesses, yeah, I just think that not many other midfielders can do what he does.
1: Yeah, no, that's very uh, – yeah, I, I like that one a lot. I'm a big Ozil supporter.
2: So are you going to play him in like a free 10 role or is he going to be, you know, forced into a box-to-box role?
0: Um, well, so I would – yeah. Uh, looking at my team, I realize uh, the formation's a bit uh, iffy, but I'm thinking more of just like, allow, yeah, allow him to do almost whatever he wants on the field because I can just have Terea and Declan Rice deep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah not a bad strategy solid all right back-to-back picks here now this is where
1: strategy starts to come into play I'm gonna hold off on a right back for now I think there's a lot of right back options and no one's taken one yet actually funny enough but my first pick is going to be a Spurs center back and it's gonna have to be you know what I'm gonna go with uh Davinson Sanchez, which, which is you know I didn't pick Alderweireld or Vertonghen. I went with Sanchez. Um, you know athletic ability there. He, he's he's quick, you know a step quicker than than the two that I just mentioned, and he's young. You know I'm excited. He's going to help us help us win matches. So Davinson Sanchez slots into the center back role, uh, and I get another pick. I guess so. I have a center back. I need a uh, need an attacker, a right back and a midfielder. Uh we are going to go with I'm bes- I'm deciding between Benteke and Ayo right now. Uh I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Christian Benteke. Which... I like
2: I like Benteke a lot. Uh, I thought he was he, yeah. I mean, he, you know he was criticized a lot for uh, his time in liverpool but i mean he had some you know solid moments there i mean obviously he didn't quite fit in with what klopp was trying to do but i thought he got too much stick you know
1: yeah i mean first of all his days at aston villa were remarkable he was i don't know if you got to watch him when he was at villa but he was an absolute beast he was so good i don't know (laughs) if you saw him what's that
0: yeah i think we were talking about the other day about how like that's one of the you know could have been considered like world-class at that stage. But, at that point, he could have. And then when every time I hear Benteke's name, I just think of that bicycle kick goal he scored at Liverpool. which
1: was yeah, Oh, that's, that's so funny. That match, you, that was Martial's first match at United, if you remember. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's incredible. Christian Benteke scores the equalizing goal. I think, yeah, it was the equalizing goal. Uh, an overhead kick on a, on a cross from Jordan Ibe. And Martin Tyler is, is commentating, and he goes, uh, he goes, oh, that's a splendid goal, and it's like, okay, like a little you know underwhelming reaction <laughs> yeah. for a man known for his excited reactions, but Tyler, like, okay,
2: he's you know he's a classic commentator, but you know he's just sometimes very boring. Like he, he even in the best goals, yeah, like like you said there, it's Tyler frustrates me sometimes.
1: Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, l- later that match, Martial scored his first goal for United, and he lost his mind. Yeah. You remember. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. You remember.
2: He's definitely a closeted United fan, no doubt.
1: Oh no doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, no, Benteke. He's gonna do bits. He's gonna hold up the ball. He's gonna put, put some put some goals away. There we go. Front three
0: confirmed. It's my pick, right? Yeah. So I'm go looking ahead. at this and I'm realizing that I've only taken one one Palace player and it's <laughs> become very slim. And so now I'm just – and I'm basically going to my defense here. And I'm thinking – I'm deciding between Sacco and Cahill. And, you know, they're both just not great, to say the least. Um, But I think I'm going to go with Gary Cahill, just based off his past. You know, he's a solid player. He knows how to win games. He knows how to be, you know, in the right spot at the right time. Uh, Don't love the pick, but if I have to take – Someone from Palace, it's probably gonna be him.
1: I think I think Cahill versus Sacco is like it's both of them are kinda you know, players we saw at elite clubs have dropped off, been sold. And it's just a matter of who do you whose memories do you like more?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um do I have one or two picks here? So I keep forgetting. You get two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jesus. Oh, this is really tough because now I'm squeezed here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick a lot of players from uh, certain teams. So, um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna get my requirements all the way first. I think I'm gonna take um, Issa Diop, and um, I'm gonna take Ian Vertonghen. So um, that completes my uh, West Ham and uh, Tottenham requirements there. Wow. Uh, and I think I'm going to play Vertonghen on the left because, you know, he has, you know, he is able to do that. So I think that, um, you know, frees, frees up my options there.
1: That's, a, that's solid. I, I was looking at Isidiop as well.
0: That's, a, that's, that's well done. Yeah. yeah if I didn't
2: he's have all, all potential on FIFA.
0: Yeah, if I didn't pick a Crystal Palace player, that would have been my uh, pick there. I, I just, is like one of my favorite players. Like in a, I think it was like a domestic cup match. He scored this like disgusting half volley from outside the box and I was like that was the moment I was like oh he's the best center back in the prime. <laughs>
1: Diop, Diop is uh is he do you know how old he is is he 22 or is he
0: 22 he's, he's really young he's young I
1: mean, he's, he's like, another young French center back
0: he's the other guy who's linked to like all the bigger clubs yeah he's 23 he's 23
1: how many young French center backs exist better better class
2: French's or Fr- France's uh you know talent reserves are just insane you, you look anywhere crazy. <laughs> they have promising youngsters at basically every position.
1: This is actually crazy. I don't even know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, great. Uh, Andrew, I think you're up now.
0: All right. So I'm going to take a West Ham center back here. He's one of my like favorite players on West Ham. It's Angelo Obama, just because of, you know, I mean, he is very just a very clutch clutch player for us. I I can think of like several games against Tottenham where he scores a header to like put us. You know, when we're playing Tottenham, we're expected to lose those games. So Mm -hmm. when we're even able to tie, like it's a big victory for us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I like it. Best like typical defender, but you know, he can like make some plays and he's good in the air. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, Huh. I, I kind of dug myself a bit of a hole here. Um, I need another West Ham player. I should have taken Issa Diop or Um, I still need a midfielder, a centre back, and a right back. And of the remaining West Ham options, I'm thinking Ryan Fredericks. Ooh. Ryan, and between, I mean, I mean, I want to take a right back. It's Zabaleta or Fredericks, and Zabaleta. I just don't know how old this man is going to play until. <laughs> um how long he's gonna play the thing is he does provide the experience that, that i might want so i'm not i'm not sure what i want to do here i'll give
2: you a, one sec if you're uh if the opposing um left winger has any pace Zabaleta has absolutely done that's
1: uh, the thing frederick
2: you know. destroyed him in, a, in a, <laughs> a, when we played them uh you know a few months ago it was it was crazy to watch
0: there is that's like a, a youngster good, yeah. on West Ham, a right back in Gakia, who's got some pace, but you know, he's only, made, he's only made like three performances. But like, out of those, like the right backs on West Ham, i take him. But you know, mm-hmm. you could also play Mikel Antonio at right back, can't you? That's true. You could play
2: I- that man anywhere.
1: I am going to take Mikel Antonio. Mikel Antonio <laughs> at right back.
2: I like that pick a um, lot.
1: Wow. That, I mean, that just hit me, actually. That, I think that's a great pick. I'm very happy with that. I was looking, I just realized I miss, missed out on, on Hallair. I was looking
0: at him as, yeah, as one of my West Ham options. Man. West Ham fans, for some reason, like West Ham Twitter just hates that guy. They just think he doesn't try. Yeah, it's
2: ridiculous. I mean, he's he scored, you know, I don't know, seven goals or whatever since he came over. You know, that's not an easy transition to come from German soccer. And, you know, I think he's done fine. I think people are being really harsh on him.
0: Yeah, fair, in the system he plays in with Moyes where he gets like absolutely no support, like – David Moyes is a
2: joke. No offense. Oh my! I
0: do. You could not understand the amount I was so angry when they hired him again. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think of Pellegrini? Well, I thought you know he was a, like you were playing like real football when you had Pellegrini. When you're just playing like Moyes, you sit back in your own 18 for all game and you get one attack and it's like.
2: Yeah. No. Believe me, I know. I'm a Newcastle fan, so.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Avi, you seem to have a, a similar problem
1: with Joe Linton. Uh, I mean, you you're, you both brought in new strikers. Yeah, Both but the difference is
2: Joe Linton scored one goal and Heller scored seven. So Joe Linton also, you know, he's not necessarily a natural out-and-out striker. So there's a, there's a couple more problems on uh, Newcastle that's true. side of things.
1: That's true, that's true. Okay, uh, and I get one more pick here and I'm going to be going with Mateo Kovacic to round out my midfield, um, which leaves me with a midfield of Kante, Kovacic, and Lanzini, which I am pretty happy with. Not bad. Kovacic uh, has has improved in immensely this season under Lampard. Um, you know, it's it's you know, in an attacking sense, he he is leading the league in, in passes into the final third, successful dribbles. He's he's scoring more goals, assisting more goals. He's been fantastic, and and so I think it's if if I if I may, I'll pat myself on the back for that one.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's arguably um, you know team of the season you know right now, so.
1: Yeah, all right. I uh, I only have one player left, but but Andrew, you're up before I get to go um, to that.
0: So I'm gonna meet my Chelsea requirement here and take a right back in Cesar Azpilicueta, who's just been, I think, you know, out now one of like the most solid defenders in the Prem for the last like five years. Like you can always find him, you know, in the starting eleven for Chelsea. So mm-hmm. it,
2: Azpilicueta's, I think he's been you know, de- deployed in you know, a lot of times as a as a left back, right, too, because I think they he's put it on the right and also.
1: Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I think his natural position is a right back, but he's been deployed on the left, and he played at center back for a season, and he was a, he was team of the season. He was considered the best defender in the league that season, right. which is really interesting. Like, like he's a very very good player, and one of the few players on Chelsea that I do like. He just I mean he just is a out and out hard worker. Very you know I really respect his work rate, and he's a leader, and I like him. I think it's a good pick. <laughs>
2: No offense, Andrew, but uh, I think you should have taken Reese James there. But yeah,
1: I was—I was gonna go Aspi. I would have gone Aspi.
2: Really? Come on. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going Aspeliqueto there. Aspeliqueto is, Avi, as you like say, is a seasoned veteran.
2: Right. Wait, Andrew, do you have a, one more pick or?
1: Oh no, Abby, you—you got back to back now.
2: Oh, thank God. This—this <laughs> this really helps me. Okay. So, um, all right, this is perfect. So to finish up my. Uh, Crystal Palace um, requirement I'm gonna go uh, Mamadou Sako. um and then mm-hmm. to round out my team I'm going to take at right back Reese James
1: <laughs> <laughs> great thank
2: you, thank you for that actually I would not have picked him if I were you Andrew so that, that really helped me out there
1: wow I'm Reese really James happy with my team I want to hear your team in a minute. I'm, I'm curious, but but that's... Okay, Reese James and Azpilicueta, back-to-back right-backs taken there. All right, and uh, yeah, wait, so is your team finished, Xavi?
0: Yeah, I'm
2: done.
1: Oh, cool. Andrew, you have one more?
0: Yeah, so this is my final pick. I need a goalkeeper, and, you know, he's my... I think the best keeper on this list out of the five, and you guys have taken, you missed him. Uh, it's Lucas Fabianski. You know, I think he is, you know, so solid. I, I think... Uh, the Year that Moyes came in to like keep us out of relegation, he was the one thing that was holding us up. Uh, mm-hmm. he just, I mean, it's probably some bias, obviously, but you know, we got him for like five million pounds, and like he's just been our the most consistent, best player on our team every year.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, and then uh, yeah,
2: I said five months he's gonna been, um, you know, very consistent, and I think it's kind of interesting, you know, that the um, Chelsea and uh. And uh, Tottenham's uh, keepers have not been picked yet. What were you saying, Kappa? Uh, which is really interesting. Uh, <laughs> that
0: was just a meme. That's all he is.
1: Nor will they be picked because oh, wow. they cannot. Well, oh, oh, I forgot to mention. Well, I guess we'll do this at the end. But uh, we all have to pick a manager as well. Sorry, oh, that's, that's right. We'll do that, we're gonna do that after. We're gonna do that after. Oh man. Um,
2: okay, fair enough.
1: Also, quick bit. You know, Fabianski was at Arsenal for a spell, um, and you know, Fabianski like Lucas Szczesny. Has just elevated his game so much since he left the club, and it's very frustrating to see, because we just Arsenal just doesn't do a good job with the with the goalkeeping. I mean, Leno's come in and he's been outstanding, but I mean, we've let we've let both of these players go who who both could have been our goalkeeper for the past few years.
2: I think it's hard as a keeper, you know, to keep keepers, um, you know, uh, because you know only one plays the majority of the game. It's not like other positions where you can rotate in or maybe you play, you know, slightly different positions, you know, you're either the man or you're not. And I think, you know, it's, it's tough to convince a keeper to stay and be a backup or even a, a cup keeper there. So that could yeah. explain part of it.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to finish up my team. Now I have a center back. I filled all of my requirements. I get to just straight up pick a center back and, you know, in between two, you know what? I'm going to go with David Louise. Wow. I'm completely letting my bias show and I might be hurting my chance of getting votes for best team. But I, I truly believe David Luiz is a, is a good player and I, I believe people give him too much stick. He, like many other Arsenal players, you know, Mustafi in particular, has made the occasional mistake. But he brings so much more to the game and, and typically he, he does a very good job for us. He's been our best defender this season. and you know he's very he's well known for his, his ball distribution which you know i think adds a lot uh, so so david Luis goes in for me
2: yeah i mean he's always um he's always going to be able to play that uh slide rule pass so not not always sure on the defensive side of things but he <laughs> uh he adds that flair and that uh that knuckling free kick you know with the inside of his foot <laughs> if you gotta get a free kick uh within 40 yards he's the man to take it
1: yeah no that that, that great moment and and Love, love the guy. That
2: that Brazil goal, oh my god! In the World Cup, I think, that was amazing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, my favorite, real quick, my favorite David Luiz moment is when he stole the free kick from from Willian uh, against Liverpool. Yeah, (laughs) lays out. I think it's Mignolet's out of goal point, moving his wall, and all of a sudden David Luiz sprints up from the from the defense and and strikes it off the post.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's so classic. I feel like he's like a classic. Like, he, he um. I don't know. I think he's like kind of a jokester.
1: He is. He is. But uh, no, that that's awesome. And and I mean, we all have a we have to pick a manager now. And I don't know how you decide the order for this, but I know who I want, and I'm hoping none of you want him.
2: I think uh, I think we should we should do it in the original draft order, right?
1: Oh, so you get to go first, coincidentally. <laughs> all right, don't go ahead. worry. I'm not.
2: I mean, shoot. I'm I'm uh, No,
1: it's okay. It's okay.
2: Okay. Um. You know what, I think I like Arteta, I do, I like him a lot, but, you know, I think I want a, I want a manager who really connects with the players, you know, a, a guy who, who knows what it means to win, win titles, and, uh, you know, that for, that for me is going to be Frank Lampard, uh, you know, I don't like, you know, Mourinho's style at this point, I love him as a character, but I think uh, Lampard is, is really a player's coach, so that's the kind of team
0: we're looking for here.
1: <laughs> All right, so, so Lampard off the board. Andrew, who's managing your squad?
0: Well, um, certainly not Moyes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he should have a job right now or in this league or League One or any league. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, just someone who knows how to win. He wins just about basically everywhere he goes besides Tottenham, apparently. Uh, and then Jose Mourinho. Uh, he's just out of these managers, you know, he's got you know, the most success. And I just feel like that's what I'm looking for in a manager. While he, you know, he doesn't play. I, I agree. I don't really love his style now, but I just wants someone who knows how to win.
1: No, that, that's a good call. And, and I mean, I'm obviously going to go with Arteta. So compared to Arteta and Lampard, two former players who you know just started their managerial careers, um, Mourinho definitely has the pedigree um, that that a lot of people want in their teams. And and I was thinking, if you took Arteta, I mean, I'm going to be stuck with Mourinho. I'm not taking Moyes, uh, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, yeah. He, oh you true true, Hodgson. But I'm thinking Mourinho is not going to get along with Nicolas Pepe. He's oh, just not no. every, you know he's <laughs> Pepe will be blamed for everything. And he's I'm not the, I'm not
2: He's going to be the new Ndombole. Eh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh no, I, I like it. So so that's the draft. Let's each Let's run, run through our here. teams. Yeah. Yep. Abi you want to start first?
2: Yeah, sure. Um so I'll just Formation start, uh, as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to do a 4-3-3 um, with, uh, you know, holding midfielder and two, um, you know, eights or box-to-box. So I'll start from the back. Um, you know, Vincent Guayata, a keeper. Um, left back, uh, Jan Vertonghen. Uh, two center backs, Issa Diop and Mamadou Sakho. No nonsense right there. Uh, at Right back, uh, Rhys James. Uh, holding midfielder, uh, Jorginho. Um, two center midfielders, Tangi and Dombelé, uh, and Danny Ceballos and then my front three: uh, left wing Felipe Anderson, uh, right wing Christian Pulisic, and a striker Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. I have to say, I really like this team, and uh, this this went out. This this happened. This um, this went better than I thought it was going to be after
0: that start.
1: That sounds pretty good, actually. It got better as you moved forward too. Yeah,
0: yeah. To be honest, Uh looking at my team now, I like yours a lot better. But <laughs> oh, Don't admit it. Don't admit it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, of course.
1: Of course. Go ahead. Who you got? Oh, okay, so
0: at manager, we got Jose. Uh, the goalkeeper, Fabianski. Left back, Alonso. In the center, we have Kehoe and Ogbonna. Right back, we have Azpeli Willie. Uh, <laughs> center mids, we have Declan Rice and Torreira, and then Ozil and coming at center attacking and mid. And then my left wing, I realized uh, I think Zaha can play about just about anywhere up top, so I have him at left wing. Kane at striker, and Lucas Moura at right wing.
2: I think everyone's attack is going to be the going to be the strength of I mean, our team.
1: That attack is OP. I mean, that's just crazy. what, what is it? Zaha, Lucas, and Harry Kane. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's really interesting. That's crazy. Okay. Um, I mean my attack actually doesn't look as strong as as you guys but oh man I'm actually nervous so let's go. Playing a 4-3-3 with a holding midfielder as well. Bernd Leno in goal, Patrick van Anholt at left back, Davinson Sanchez and David Luiz at center back, and Mikel Antonio at right back bombing down the wing. Uh, N'Golo Kante holding midfield with Mateo Kovacic and Manuel Lanzini in front of him. We have Hyung min Son, At the left wing, Nicolas Pepe on the right, and Christian Benteke leading the line.
2: Ooh, ooh, I don't know about that.
1: So, (laughs) Benteke is a, you know, I'm getting more and more excited as I'm reading that team, and then I say Benteke at the end, I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay, back down to earth. So
2: anticlimactic.
1: Back down to earth, but maybe should have started from the front. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I I think, you know, I think we're going to, we're going to do, we're very Pace-oriented side, I'll say. Holt and Mikel Antonio on the outsides with Son and Pepe. Uh,
2: that's like the off and Liverpool right there.
1: Say what you will. Yeah, it is. That is. Oh, man. No, that's, that's awesome. So we're going to be posting those teams on Twitter as soon as, you know, this episode's finished. Uh, and, you know, we'd love for you guys to reach out to us. We're going to post a poll. Make sure you vote who has the best team. Uh, our Twitter is at FluidFootyPod. But, I mean, we hope you guys enjoy the draft, Avi.
2: Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, thanks, Andrew, for joining us today. Uh, you know, Bundesliga is, is uh, happening this weekend. Uh, I think Hertha Berlin won the Berlin Derby today. Um, but yeah, just remember to like and subscribe. And not like and subscribe, one of the, this is not a YouTube channel. Uh, but, you know, subscribe to our uh, podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.
0: <laughs> underweight. <laughs> and you got two men don't just being him. <laughs>
1: We're in Gucci, so in Gucci, because you know me, i drink drinking too